The Supreme Court's term is winding down. The court issued several opinions today, and there was a first. Justice Neil Gorsuch has issued his first Supreme Court opinion, a unanimous decision in favor of a company involved in a debt collection dispute. My co-host and Bloomberg Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr is at the court. Greg, tell us about the case. Hi, June. Uh, well, this case has to do with who is a debt collector under uh, this law known as the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And in particular, it has to do with whether a company that buys a debt from another company uh, meets the definition of debt collector under the law. And the Supreme Court's decision was unanimous. They said, no, that is not what the statute says. Uh, if you buy a debt from somebody else you are, and you own the debt, you are not a debt collector. And before we go on, the breaking news, the second appeals court to rule against Trump's revised travel ban. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has issued its decision against Trump's travel ban, that being the uh, adding it to the Fourth Circuit's opinion. We'll have more on that later. Uh, Greg, now, some of the justices show more flair for writing than others do. Um, Gorsuch started with talking about disruptive dinnertime calls. Uh, what, uh, what about his writing style? Yeah, he certainly is a very readable opinion. He did did uh, show, as you said, some flair, and he also spent a lot of time talking about rules of grammar and parts of speech. and And uh, uh, to some degree, this case came down to the difference difference between the past tense and the past participle, um, which of course makes for for uh, fascinating <laughs> cocktail party con- conversation. But that that's consistent with the way Neil Gorsuch has presented himself as a judge, as somebody who cares a lot about statutory text, because the, he says the job of the courts is to interpret what Congress did, not to rewrite the statute the way we'd like it to be written. Now, there was a unanimous opinion written by Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, where the court ruled that federal citizenship rules violate the Constitution. Tell us about that case. Yeah, this is this is a little bit complicated, but but essentially these are people who are born abroad with one parent who's an American and one parent who's not. And what federal law ha- has done was to make it easier for somebody to, to claim U.S. citizenship if the parent who is an American was the mother. Uh, if, if she was, you know, if, if somebody is born to an American mother abroad, uh, they can become a citizen if she's just spent a year as a resident of the U.S. Um, uh, sometime before before the birth. Um, and the Supreme Court said the fact that there's a longer uh, re- uh, requirement if the father is the American citizen, that is unconstitutional. Uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrote the opinion. Uh, she said, hang on a second, let me find this quote because it's good. She called it stunningly anachronistic. Um, but she didn't give the, the, the plaintiff in the case exactly what he wanted. And I'll be happy to explain that to you if you, if you want to ask me. Go ahead. What did the plaintiff want? <laughs> what well, the, plaintiff essentially wanted to, the plaintiff is somebody who wanted to be uh, uh, declared a citizen because he's being threatened with deportation after being convicted of a robbery and attempted murder. Uh, and the Supreme Court said, no, normally we would fix the problem problem in that sort of way. But here, it looks like what Congress would have wanted to do would be to make it harder for the children of American mothers born abroad for them to become citizens. So going forward, the court, forward, the court says we're going to make it harder for everybody to become a citizen, and that's going to take care of the equal protection problem that we saw. And unfortunately for Mr. Morales-Santana, that means he's uh, very likely facing deportation. Now, 
We just heard that the Ninth Circuit has ruled against Trump in the travel ban case, and a big issue before the Supreme Court is the travel ban. Where does that stand? Yeah, this is fascinating timing today. Today is also the day for the challengers to the ban to submit their filings to the Supreme Court. Uh, the Trump administration, of course, recently appealed. They've also asked the court to immediately put the travel ban in place. Uh, the, the Supreme Court could act any, at any time, although it's I'm surely now going to want to take a little time to digest what the Ninth Circuit just did. Uh, the reports are that the Ninth Circuit uh, ruled against the administration, but the Ninth Circuit, as I understand it at this point, also said that there is nothing that keeps the administration from from reviewing the procedures for allowing people from these countries into the, con- the, the, the country. And the reason that's important is that was the whole, uh, the, the whole rationale for the travel ban in the first place. The administration said we had to stop even uh, you know, trying to figure out whether we have, have the proper procedures. And the Ninth Circuit said, no, you're not stopped from doing that. So that changes the dynamic of, of the case before the Supreme Court. And Greg, just uh, 30 seconds to go, as you know. Um, What's ahead for the rest of the term? Well, if we could have some news on the travel ban, that's the big thing everybody is watching. We have a big uh, church-state case uh, that we're also watching. Um, there's a, a, a First Amendment case involving sex offenders. There's a case involving a cross-border shooting. So there are some significant constitutional cases as well. But the travel ban is really the main event, watching to see how the court handles that. All right. We know that you are there watching for us. Thanks so much. That's Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter and our co-host Greg Storr at the Supreme Court.